Hi, welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. That's a real mouthful. I have to let you know I struggle with that every single week. This week, I wanted to discuss a subject that comes up again and again and again. It's the number one thing that people say they struggle with, and that is managing the housework. I'm Katie, and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the eight years I've been a mother, I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice, as well as inspiring interviews with the same aim. You are enough. It is time you started believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Unless you are so rich that you have maids and butlers, you have to deal with the housework. And even if you have a cleaner, you still have to tidy up or else they just dust around it. I actually don't understand why cleaners haven't branched out into being tidier uppers, because to me, that'd be much more valuable than cleaning. If the house was tidy, I'd be able to do my own cleaning. So therefore I don't want you to clean it. I want you to tidy it. Like there is a gap in the market there. If you're looking for a new business, become a tidier upper. I swear that would be a gold mine. So yeah, unless you're really rich and have maids and butlers, you have to deal with housework. On a day-to-day basis, you have to do washing, you have to do the dishes. Even if you have a dishwasher, you have to be unloading it, unloading it. You have to tidy away the clothes, you have to hoover, you have to pick up shoes, clean the kitchen surfaces, clean the toilet, make the beds, pick up toys. And then on a week-to-week basis, you have to change bedding, empty the bins, you have to dust, wipe down cupboards, clean out the car. The list goes on and on and on. I mean, even saying it out loud makes me want to go and buy a lottery ticket so that I can hire a maid and a butler because honestly, it's overwhelming. It's completely overwhelming. And the thing is, is it never stops. It never stops. And what makes it worse is that's not all we have to deal with. You also have to make dinner. You have to look after the kids, which is a full-time job. Let me say that right now. People who think that stay-at-home mums have it easy, obviously have never been a stay-at-home parent. You have to run errands. You have to live your life. You know, there is just not enough time to get it all done, is the general consensus here. Now, If you caught last week's episode, you will know that recently I have been trying to reframe my thinking. And if if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that episode. Episode number three, seven ways to think positively. I gave you seven tips. Reframing your thinking basically means flipping a situation around to see the positive side. So here we have a list of chores around the house, as well as looking after the kids, all of the things you have to do on a day-to-day basis that overwhelm you. Take that situation that makes you feel, for me, there's times where I just feel resentful. I feel like I'm, I'm battling it on my own. 
I feel depressed about the situation. I feel annoyed if I've tidied everywhere and then suddenly the over a weekend it seems to happen where everybody is home that it just becomes a bomb site and again so that so i get annoyed at people for living in my house you know it much be much easier if we just lived on our own and then we'd just be tidy unfortunately we have families <laughs> that make mess you have to take that situation and those negative feelings surrounding the amount of work that needs to be done and turn it around so I look at it this way. Doing housework gives me the home I wish to live in. Yes, I would much prefer that a maid and a butler and, all, you know, a housekeeper would do all of those things. I don't have that though. So if I want to be able to sit in my living room and feel calm and look around and feel proud of my home, I am the one who's going to have to do that because I'm the one who wants that. And as much as we might feel resentful that our partners and our kids don't tidy up as much as we do, they probably don't care. The kids 100% do not care if they go to sleep in an untidy bedroom. They do not care if their toys are all over the place. We are the ones who care. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they should not tidy, but don't feel resentful that they don't want to tidy. I want to live in a tidy house, so I'm gonna do it. Yes, housework does not bring me joy, but a tidy house, a tidy home, that brings me joy. So if housework is the thing that I need to do to get that joy, that is what I need to do. So when I am hoovering and not particularly loving life, I remind myself that a floor free from tiny pieces of paper that they love to chop up and drop everywhere brings me joy. I, I want a nice clear floor, so I hoover. The hoovering does not bring me joy, but a clear floor does. Hoovering brings me the joy. When I'm sorting out never-ending piles of washing, and believe me, that is the number one hated job in the UK, I reckon. I remind myself that when I go into my drawer and I find my favourite top that is nice and clean and put away nicely, that brings me joy. So no, I do not enjoy putting away clothes, but I enjoy discovering my nice neat clothes in my drawer. That brings me joy to open my drawer and go, ah, my top. That brings me joy. So I'm going to do the thing to eventually bring me the joy. Now I hear you, I hear you. You might be sitting there thinking, okay, I can have the most positive of attitudes, but how, how do I get it all done? Okay, there is only one answer to this and that is organization. And I need you to remember, I need you to know you have to choose this. You have to decide that you want a tidy home, that that is something that is important to you. If sitting watching Netflix is more important to you, that is absolutely fine, but you can't then be miserable that your house is a mess. You have to choose tidy. You have to decide that a tidy home is important to you. Once you've chosen that, then you are ready to get organized. To do this, you need a plan. 
Now there are lots of plans out there and I've tried all of them and some of them there were aspects that worked for me but not all of it um, and so I've decided to make my own and so I have been using my own cleaning schedule, my own plan for the last couple of years and you are welcome to have that you are welcome that is a free resource a gift from me to you that you can go and download right now in the description down below there is a link that you can go and get that but obviously that's not going to help you right now so what i wanted to do is share five tips that will help you today that will help get you started make you feel more in control of the situation and get you on the way and then you can go and download the planner have a look and see and you can join the facebook group we help each other get organized and things like that but for now i'm going to share five tips five tips to help get you started tip number one shine your sink this is taken from the fly lady method and it is something that I absolutely swear by. The act of cleaning the sink area, giving it a good clean and making it shine may seem like a really basic, like why would I do that? Why do I need to clean my sink? It's fine. But believe me, by doing a teeny tiny area, I mean, if you think of a sink area, it's, it's not that wide, it's not that big clear everything off. I don't even care where you put it. Put it on the floor. Just clear the area, get yourself some cleaning stuff, a cloth, and give it a good clean. You know, scrub away at those plug holes, put some bleach down, really give it a good old clean, then a wipe down, make it shine. Or, I mean, some people are like, I don't have a metallic sink, I can't make it shine. Just make it as clean and as squeaky as you can. You will once you've done that, believe me, and I want you to go and do that straight after listening to this. Once you have done that, you'll feel so accomplished. You'll be like, wow, I can't believe just cleaning my sink just did that. But the thing is, it puts you back in control of a situation because you, over like five minutes, have changed the state of something. You've taken a sink that probably was piled high with dishes and there's lime scale on it and just just a bit of a mess to neatening it up, making it clean and then you can look at that tiny area and go I feel like I'm in control. I feel like I can take over the world. Believe me, that is how you will feel. I want you to try it and I want you to message me and be like, yeah, do you know what? I shine my sink and I totally feel like I can clean the whole kitchen now. That is what it's all about. It is just doing a small task, a simple task, but putting yourself back in control. And it is something that I do. If I feel really overwhelmed, I will go into my kitchen and I will shine my sink and I will feel better again. I'll put some music on and it will make me feel better again. And I do it daily at the end of every day so that when I come down in the morning, I enter the kitchen and my sink area is clear and it sets me up for the day. Tip number two, do a load of washing every morning first thing. Again, this is just a simple task. It doesn't take long. Like I, I hear so many people saying, oh, I've got so much washing to get done. I'm like, unless you are there with a big tub and a washboard washing those things by hand, stop moaning. The washing machine does all of the work for you. The worst bit isn't even the washing, it's putting the clothes away afterwards. So don't even start with your, oh, my washing basket is so full of dirty washing. Put a damn load on, put a wash on every single morning. I guarantee you, 
you'll see the bottom of your wash pile. I can guarantee you might feel like you do never ending washing, but I bet you a couple of days go by and you're like, oh crap, I haven't done any washing and I've got a mountain because you skipped a couple of days. If you skip days, yes, indeed, you are going to have a washing mountain. But if every single morning you put a load on first thing, you will see the bottom of your wash pile. I absolutely promise. And if you don't, you seriously have too many clothes. You have too many clothes. But put it on as soon as you wake up. It will help. Tip number three, dedicate a day for your power hour. Now mine is a Monday because honestly after the weekend where everyone has been at home and the house looks like we've been burgled, Monday is the day where I feel like I need to get back in control of my life and put everything back together again. So come Monday, I dedicate an hour of my time before I do anything else, no fun. I'm not allowed to go and go and have a coffee or a catch up with anyone, no. Remember, I have chosen tidy. I have decided that a tidy house is the thing that helps my mind. I feel better when my house is tidy. So I've chosen that. So before I go do fun things, I do my housework. So come Monday, I get the house straight. I give everywhere a hoover. So this is the list of things that you do in your power hour. You give everywhere a hoover. I'm not talking like down the back of the sofa and in between, just a general all over hoover so the, the floor is clear. Remember, a nice clear floor is, is, it brings you joy. Give everywhere a hoover, empty the bins, change the beds, polish the mirrors, mop the floors and make sure everything is back in its place. You might be thinking, God, an hour, are you crazy? There's no way I can do that. I'm gonna say, first of all, when I change the beds, I strip the beds. I strip the beds within the hour and then before bed, later on that evening, that's when I will make the beds again. So if I had to strip and make the beds within the hour, I don't I don't think I'd get it done. My super king size bed alone takes me about 15 minutes, I swear. But the rest of it, giving it a hoover, emptying the bins, it doesn't take as long as you think. The next tip is gonna help you with this, but honestly, an hour, you can get that done. You really can. Now, I know that I am in a privileged position to work from home, so I can fit this in. I can do it first thing after I've dropped the kids off or whatever. If you work, or if Mondays, for whatever reason, do not work for you, then you do you. Do it on a Sunday, do it on a Saturday afternoon, but one day a week, an hour, dedicate that time. And if you're telling me right now, you do not have an hour, I want you to look at what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you are sitting there watching Netflix, that's an hour right there of whatever episode. And you might think, but I like watching Netflix. Well, so do I, but remember, you choose this, you choose tidy. You can't be miserable. You can't be miserable living in an untidy house, but then go and choose to spend an hour watching Netflix. You have to prioritize what is truly important. And for me, I really, really struggle if my house is a mess. So I choose tidy. Tip number four, use timers. Once you do, you'll realize how much time you actually have. How often do you look at the time and see that you have half an hour before you have to go somewhere? And then you spend that half an hour 
fiddling on your phone or just moseying around the house doing nothing particularly at all. Set yourself a timer for 20 minutes. You've got half an hour, but set yourself for 20 minutes. Do a job and then you'll have 10 minutes spared to get your coat and shoes on. Those 20 minutes, you will surprise yourself at how much you can get done. The process of setting a timer helps you to not run over because I think sometimes the panic is, is you don't want to start a job because then what if you get carried away and then, oh my God, I'm going to be late picking up the kids or whatever. If you set a timer, it's going to beep so that you know, I have to stop now. I need to leave. So setting a timer, first of all, will motivate you. It will make you want to get it done. There's a competitive edge within all of us that we're like, oh, we're, we're going to beat the timer. But also it gives you that peace of mind that as soon as that beep goes off, you have to stop, you will not be late for wherever you have to go. But 20 minutes, you can achieve a lot. I actually work to 15 minute timers a lot of the time. 15 minutes is a great amount of time to do something, but not so long that you might be like, oh, this is taking forever. Great example of this is washing windows. So once a week, I will wash the windows for one room. And I sometimes think, oh God, I can't face it. But I'm telling you now, within 15 minutes, I can wash, whether it's the living room windows, the kitchen windows, whichever room I'm focusing on that week, 15 minutes, I've washed the windows. That is a great job. And you think, like, you would never do that job ordinarily, but setting a timer gets you motivated and lets you know exactly how much time you are working towards. One thing that really works well for us actually is a 10 minute tidy up at the end of the day. You're tired at the end of the day, so anything more than 10 minutes is, is not gonna work for you, but also it's really a good amount of time for children. At the end of every single day, we set a 10 minute timer, we put some music on, and all of us as a family put away anything that is out of place. So the children, I normally just, anything I find that is theirs, I chuck it in a pile and they're in charge of getting stuff from the pile. I find that kids struggle to see mess, but if you put it all in a pile, they can clearly see that pile. So they deal with the pile and I will make sure the sofa, all the cushions are nice, everything is, is put away. But that is something that really works well. Tip number five, have routines. This will make more sense once you grab your free planner, but in essence, have routines to ensure that you get jobs done. I have daily routines, weekly routines, as well as a five-week rotation routine. And the one I suggest you start with is a morning routine. So mine looks like this. I get up, I make my bed, because at the end of the day, if you enter your room and your bed is nice and made, it, it puts you in a relaxed state. It takes two seconds to do. So I get up, I make my bed. I get dressed, I do my teeth, I clean the sink and the toilet, I put a load of washing on, and I empty the dishwasher. This is imprinted in my brain now, and I do it all on autopilot. So as soon as I get up, I know my process. I know exactly what I'm doing because I have that routine that was repeated and repeated and repeated. Now it's just part of who I am. I do that. I make my bed, which means when I come to bed later in the day, I will. it will be nice. It's nice to be greeted with a nice neat bed, obviously get dressed, otherwise I'm naked the rest of the day, clean my teeth, obviously is important to do. Cleaning the sink and the toilet, if you do that every single day, it just is nice. If a guest comes round, how often do you think, oh my God, I haven't cleaned the toilet? Like that won't happen because you clean it every day. 
put a wash on so that you don't end up with a clothes mountain of dirty washing to have to get through. Empty the dishwasher. It means then throughout the day, dishes can be put straight into the dishwasher. So that morning routine means that I get all of those jobs done. It's a process and it sets me up for a successful day. There are other routines that are in the planner, so grab yourself that, but that is definitely a good one to get started with. I hope you found that useful. They are just five tips. If you just start doing those things, you shine your sink, you do a load of washing every single day, you do a power hour once a week, you use timers and you have routines. If you do those things, honestly, you will realize you have more time in your day than you are currently using to the best that you can. Timers 100% make you more productive, but also it is about that mindset. If you want a tidy house, you have to tidy the house. That's basically it. You cannot not do housework and expect to live in a tidy house it's never going to happen. I'm sorry to break it to you, but it is never going to happen. So you need to choose tidy, prioritize tidy, do the work and it will pay off. And the thing is, the more you do it, one, it becomes autopilot and you just naturally do it anyway. Two, it rubs off on other people. And also you, you have to, I will talk about this another day about getting other people to do the work, you know, it's not just me that does the housework in this house, I have trained everyone else up and I will do another episode on that. But also, the more you do it, the less messy your house will naturally be because you're so on top of it. And also, you'll find yourself decluttering naturally as well. And again, I'll do another episode on decluttering because that's a major, major thing. But yeah, you'll do it on autopilot, it will rub off on other people, and eventually you'll just find your house sort of takes care of itself. You won't even realize you're doing it anymore. Let me know if that's been useful. Let me know if there's anything else you want me to go into more depth with. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye.